ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 
106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. And, of course, um, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on the digital platforms, Nash FM 106.1, and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. And our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today on the program, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at 435. We'll get an update on the Pels, who are in ninth place now uh, in the Western Conference of the NBA. Um, and, of course, on a two-game win streak now. Uh, uh, we'll talk to him about that. Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints podcast will join us at 535. Uh, Larry Holder will join us tomorrow on the program. Normally, he, that's his spot. But we'll talk Saints with him. With Again, a lot of stuff happening over the last um, really the last four or five hours with the Saints uh, after, again, a very, very quiet weekend um, after Deshaun Watson's decision on Friday. So we'll get uh, his take on everything Saints at about 535 about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. This week, it'll be Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. He'll be on the program. That is Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. There's our rebroadcast. Also, also, let me say again, live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page because we've got a lot of people to check that out on on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, whether they're checking it out live at 1 o'clock on Thursday or they're going back at their leisure and checking it out you know, throughout the weekend or throughout the week, sometimes throughout the month. Uh, but uh, then we start our rather uh, rebroadcast on television. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce at WLATV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always at the WLATV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms as well. A lot to get to today on the program, and uh, I, I guess, first of all, we'll start with a celebration, right? Uh, if I can get a little bit of that music, because in New Orleans, as of today, uh, the vaccine mandate has been lifted. So, again, for all those restaurateurs out there, for all those, again, that are in business, whether you have a shop, you're inside the city of New Orleans, and, again, you've been struggling uh, because of, again, the uneven playing field between, again, New Orleans, Orleans Parish, and the rest of the parishes that surround the metropolitan area, Today you can celebrate. Yes, finally the vaccine mandate is done. It's over. Finished. Right in time again for our festivals to be started. We've got French Quarter Fest starting in a few weeks, followed by Jazz Fest. And, of course, uh, an opportunity for folks to get down there uh, to, again, New Orleans restaurants, bars, and, of course, businesses without having to be able to show whether they've been vaccinated or not. Hallelujah. And that's a little celebration right there, no doubt about it. Thank you, Rudy. Excellent as always. All right, um, a lot going on with the uh, with um, the Saints. First, we'll start with with them. Of course, we know that Deshaun Watson signed a uh, tw- a five year, two hundred thirty million dollar fully guaranteed deal with the Cleveland Browns on Friday, um, and of course that left the Saints with about twenty six million dollars in cap space. Uh, but over the weekend, no movement in free agency, and it was a little, little shocking because again, one of the things that I talked about was, you know, look, you can't let this guy play the Saints. You can't play Atlanta off the Saints. Atlanta off the Saints trying to get a better deal. And, and then again, when he said he wanted to take a few days to be able to contemplate. Well, the, the, the contemplation was about money. 
The contemplation was, again, about his agent going to the Cleveland Browns and getting them to be able to come up with, again, an unprecedented deal of, again, uh, as mentioned, five years, $230 million, fully guaranteed. And then kind of sticking it to the NFL, too, right? The, first, uh, the base salary on the first year of this deal is $1 million. So he's expected to miss at least six games. That's not going to even really touch his pocketbook uh, because, again, of the base salary. That's where the money comes from when, when they find a player. So they did an end around on the NFL as well uh, with this situation. Again, still 22, 22 women uh, accuse him of either sexual assault, sexual battery, or sexual harassment. Um, and, of course, this situation continues to be now Cleveland's problem and not, and not, not New Orleans' problem. And we can talk about the fallout of that. We will a little bit later on of this situation. But the Saints are moving on now. Um, Armstead is visiting Miami today. Uh, he flew there yesterday. Now, here's, here's my thoughts. Again, we know that he's a guy that misses about six games a year. But you also know when healthy, he is one of, if not the best left tackle in all of football. He's, he's, going, you know, he's 30 years old. But, again, for, a, for a, a lineman, you know, when you get to your 30s, from 30 to about 35, that's your prime, okay? I mean, you're really playing. At that point, you know all. You know the game. Uh, the, the game has slowed down. You, you know the idiosyncrasies of, again, again how to play the, the position. You, you know the little tricks of the trade. You know, again, how to be able to deal, deal with the defensive lineman that you're across from in terms of leverage. I mean, all the, the, the knowledge that you have now from being in the NFL for a while really, again, really kind of peaks when you get to your 30s. Uh, again, if you can stay healthy, that's the other thing. He has not been able to. Hopefully the Saints will be able to get a chance to match the offer. It seems as though Armstead wants to stay in New Orleans, okay? But, I mean, if Miami comes up with a blockbuster offer, it may be tough for the Saints to be able to match. So, hopefully, again, th- that the offer that, that is offered from Miami might look a little different here in New Orleans. Maybe the contract might be backloaded. Because this could be a huge loss, no matter how you, sli- how you slice it. Yes, you can move Ramshack to the left side. But, look, he's got to, he's got to uh, reacclimate himself to playing left tackle again. It, it is like a complete, speaking a completely different language physically when you're playing a right tackle to the left tackle position. Totally different, okay? We've seen some guys be able to do that on a fly uh, within games. We've seen that with the New Orleans Saints, right? Guys that, that have the ability to go from left to right that doesn't bother. We don't know it, how that's going to transpire with Ramshack. We know he's an excellent tackle. We know he's some right tackle. We believe he can be an excellent left tackle, but we don't know. We have no idea. So you're in a situation now where unless Miami offers something stupid in terms of guaranteed money, Maybe the Saints can hold on to Armstead, which, again, should be a priority right now. You know, we talked about it last week. You know, you made a huge mistake if you're Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis last year. You know, you, you let Hendricks to the big man go on incentive-laden contract at Cincinnati Bengals, and, and you kept Williams. Williams, again, already told you he wanted a five, top five contract. You basically rented him for a year on, on a franchise tag, and then he's gone. Sure, you got to get a compensatory pick, but, again, you, left, you lost a guy that was a double-digit sack guy. Are you willing to lose another big man? And that's the question. They're, they're, again, big men are hard to find. We've seen the Saints over the last few years when it comes to drafts to really, again, uh, be laser-focused on trying to get the offensive-defensive lines uh, um, stout, you know, using, again, top draft choices to be able to do that. We'll see how it plays out. Yes, they, they can. maybe Landon Young's the answer. Maybe Hurst is the answer on the other side when you want to talk about the right side if you move Ramchek. But, again, in a, in a perfect world, you'd like to have Armstead back at a decent contract. Yes, he's going to make money. This is his last, last contract. But maybe backload that contract so that it'll fit. Remember, 
the Saints are all playing roulette once again with the salary cap, as they've always done. Because, again, we all know, with, again, digital platforms now getting involved in the NFL, they're adding up, the, again, the amount of money that's going to be in the next TV deal. It's going to be astronomical, the amount of money that each, each club is going to be able to spend when it comes to the salary cap in a few years. And that's what the Saints are backing on. They're banking on. That's why they did what they did to create the cap room uh, for, for, uh, for um, Watson. Because they knew in a few years from now, you know, barely, you know, barring again a natural disaster that, that affects the entire world, uh, you know, again a war, another world war, or again another pandemic, that we're going to be in a situation with with the NFL where they're going to be flush with cash, and and yes, the Saints will be able to again move, move up, be able to move a lot of that money they have now into those future years, and it won't hurt them as much. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Uh, reports today are that Jameis Winston and the Saints have reportedly agreed on a two-year, $28 million deal, $21 million of that guarantee. That is pending on, on a physical that Watson has to pass. I'm sorry, not Watson, but um, Williams has to pass. Now, look, um, when, you, when you talk about Jameis Winston and you, lo- and, and you look at everything he has done since he's been here, first of all, he got a year under, under Drew Brees to see, again, how he operates and, and again, how he became, again, the, the pro that he is. Then he had he's had two years under Peyton in that offense, okay? And again, understanding what Peyton looks for in a quarterback. Now Peyton's not here anymore. And look, there is a, a school of thought out there that says that he could revert back to the old Jameis without Peyton on the sidelines. We'll see how that plays out. Okay? But right now, looking at the landscape of quarterbacks out there, he was he was probably again the best option for the New Orleans Saints. Look, Watson is is a much better quarterback. But then he had the off the field baggage, right? And then the cost, it was just too much. I mean, when, when you have to give up, they were going to have to give up three number ones. They were talking about players, whether that was going to happen or not, based on, again, the final deal that uh, Cleveland ended up coming up with. The, the cost was high. Uh, five years, $230 million, fully guaranteed, much too high for the Saints. It was the wiser move to go with Winston. If he's healthy, okay? If he's healthy and plays under control like he did in the first seven games of last year, with better weapons around him. See, that's the next key here. Getting better weapons around him. Look, he had garbage wide receivers last year. I said it before. They shopped at big lots for the wide receivers last year, right? I mean, was, I mean garbage. But yet again, he tried, uh, he tried to, to, to elevate those guys' games. And in some cases, he did. There were players in which their games were elevated. Callaway was one of them. We saw at, at times little Jordan Humphrey, um, you know, again, break out. You, you, saw, you saw Hardy uh, become, become a playmaker as a wide receiver. You know, all that helped out. But you need bona fide NFL wide receivers. And that has to be on the Saints' plate going forward. We'll talk about that. But remember, he didn't have the weapons around him. So here's the deal. The deal's two years, $28 million, $21 million guaranteed. He's either the answer at quarterback, and, and then they tear that up eventually, and he gets a new deal, right, a longer-term deal, or he could be the bridge quarterback. Look, if you reverse back to bad Jameis, okay, then at that point, um, the, 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 to me, the you look at the possibility of drafting a quarterback, okay, and, and maybe grooming that quarterback going forward. Um, I think it's better for the team. Again, they, they don't – they have to retool the offense right now. So they need all the picks they can get. They need the money under the cap to be able to bring in veteran players of the, on the offensive side of the ball, weapons, okay? Um, so if you're going to 
spend that money on or that cap space or those assets on a on a Jimmy Garoppolo or another quarterback. It just doesn't make sense right now because of what you've invested in Winston over the last couple seasons to give him another shot. Okay, look, I understand the chase for for Watson because of the, the player he is. He came with so much baggage; it was hard to overcome. But I get what they were what they were shooting for, and obviously, maybe Winston leveraged that into a little bit more money. Maybe he did it. But in any case, he's got the shot here now to resurrect his career in New Orleans and be the guy, be the guy. To me, he was the best choice for the Saints. And like I said before, it doesn't deter the Saints from going out and drafting a quarterback this year over the next two years to groom. Because remember, what we're being told is from the scouts is this year, not a great quarterback class, but next year and the following year will be great quarterback classes. So there may be an opportunity at that point, if you're not satisfied with Jameis Winston, to be able to have him be the bridge quarterback and be able to draft a quarterback you'll groom for the future. We'll see see how that goes. But look, he needs weapons, okay? That's the bottom line. The Saints need weapons on offense. They have the cap space to get it done. Look, we've been hearing about Jarvis Landry, right? Hot commodity right now. They've been talking about him maybe going back to Cleveland. First it was Kansas City and New Orleans. Then it was Atlanta. There was a report that Atlanta was if, – if Watson signed with Atlanta, Fournette and Landry were going were gonna, to were gonna be Atlanta Falcons. You know, we, we have no idea if that, that is um, internet fodder or if, that, if that's fact, okay? But what we do know is they need wide receivers, and they need receivers that, again, that can play multiple positions. One thing Landry does – and look – I'm taking the LSU thing out of it, okay, because there are a couple players here that I really like that are LSU players, but the fit is there for the Saints, okay? The fit is there. doesn't matter whether, again, they wore the purple and gold. The fit is there. Landry is a, a player that can play inside or outside. He can catch the football. He's physical enough to be able to, again, to be able to play the inside if necessary. He's a leader. He's a playmaker. And, again, everything that's been, been talked about about him is, again, that he's a good locker room guy, okay? So – despite the stuff with Baker Mayfield uh, or, or what, what happened in, in, in Cleveland. Now, he's been injured. That's been the problem. Hopefully, again, he's not outpricing himself from the Saints because, look, right now they need wide receivers. They need, running, they need a running back. Uh, and and they, they possibly, again, will need a defensive back when it's all said and done. Look, I've talked about the running back here on, on, on this show, on my TV show, and, and also on social media. And I get a little pushback on social media from it, and I understand why. I want Fournette, okay? Fournette is probably not going back to, to Tampa. Maybe he is now with, with, uh, with, uh, with Brady going back. He vis- he's visiting the, the Patriots today. I don't even know if the Saints are interested at this point. But to me, he's a big back. He's a back that, that, that the Saints need in terms of, again, that big back to go along with Alvin Kamara. I think he can coexist in the same backfield with Kamara, Take, taking pressure off of Kamara in terms of carries. Okay, we've seen Kamara become injured toward the end of the year because he's carrying the ball too much. You got to get back to again that thunder and lightning situation that you had with Ingram and 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 um, uh, and Kamara when when Kamara was at his best. Okay, again bringing in a guy like Leonard Fournette means that Kamara is not he's not going to lose touches, but but again he'll be doing it in other positions, multiple positions that he can play, especially again within the passing game. Meanwhile, Leonard Fournette checks all the boxes. He's a, he's a strong inside runner. He can catch the ball at the backfield. He can block for the quarterback. He can be the starter while, again, Alvin Kamara serves his suspension. Whatever it's going to be, three games, four games, two games, six games, whatever it's going to be. You need a starting running back. 
And then no matter what, you need another running back that can take the pressure off, off of uh, Alvin Kamara. So to me, he seems like the perfect back. Look, Rashad Penny would have been another guy that I probably would have, would have, would have looked toward. But again, he re-signed with Seattle. So yes, you could probably draft one. But you got a guy that's ready-made right now in the NFL. Now, the question is, again, is he looking to break the bank? Uh, all right. Uh, or does he, does he want to run, take a run at another championship? He could do that with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He could do that with the New Orleans Saints. We'll see how it plays out. He would be my favorite on coming in. Then there's the situation with Malcolm Jenkins that was reported over the weekend. He took a $6.12 million pay cut. Now, again, he, he didn't take that money and, and push it into, into dummy years. He took a pay cut. I do not see Malcolm Jenkins, that proud individual, again, taking a pay cut for the, for, for the New Orleans Saints. I agree with what a lot of uh, correspondents have been talking about over the last day or so, that this is a precursor to a post-June 1st retirement. That's going to open up the door for another safety. Look, May is a nice guy that it can go, that's got some decent range on the back end. They need a playmaker. Now, here we go again. I'm going to talk about an LSU guy, Tyran Matthew. Here's the problem. Tyran Matthew made $14 million last year. I do not see Tyran Matthew taking a pay cut. But they need a Tyran Matthew type, okay? They need a guy that, that can, uh, is ultimately a playmaker who makes plays. Now, Matthew, again, to me, fits, ter- fits in terms of leadership. That's why Malcolm Jenkins was brought in, you know, to get guys, again, lined up correctly. But, again, he's a pretty sure tackle. I think he could coexist with May. Uh, at, the, at the safety position. They may go in that direction. They may not because, again, the price. I don't see them taking a hometown discount. And that means, again, you'd have to put up come, somewhere around $15 million. They didn't do that for Marcus Williams, and they loved Marcus Williams. So that may not even be in the cards. If not, it may be C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who they move into that strong safety position, which seems like a natural fit for him. If they do that, they can move Roby in, into, into the nickelback position. Again, he took a pay cut this this past weekend. Um, again, he, he went from uh, a one-year $10 million deal to a two-year $7 million deal with, with $7 million in possible incentives. He is a perfect slot guy, okay? So ultimately, if you wanted to, you could move Gardner Johnson into that position, move Bradley Roby into the slot position, and maybe that works for, for the Saints. So we'll have to keep an eye on that because it certainly looks like Malcolm Jenkins is ready to hang up these cleats. Uh, by, again, what transpired in terms of the salary cap over the last few days over the weekend. Also, Larry Holder is reporting that the Taysom Hill uh, and, and, that, and that quarterback experiment is over, okay? So what does that mean for the Saints? Well, it means this, first of all. It means, number one, they need a legitimate backup, okay? They need a legitimate backup for Jameis Winston, especially coming off the knee injury. Uh, also, it means that Hill's salary will now be based on the jack-of-all-trade role, right, instead of a quarterback. Remember, the deal he signed was incentive-laden based on, again, what he what position he was playing. If he played the quarterback position, incentives for the quarterback position would kick in, and I was that that contract was going to rise. If it was a jack-of-all-trades role then on the contract, well, then he was going to be paid accordingly to that. So that means tight end, wing back, running back, wide receiver, uh, special teams. Okay, so... The question is now, can he recover from the Liz Frank injury? He's 31 years old, okay? It could complicate things for him. Uh, in the long term, this is going to save the Saints cap dollars. And, and uh, to me, it just is a role that Taysom is suited to play, suited for him, okay? The jack-of-all-trade role. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. 
Also, again, there's a lot going on. I'm going to just touch on it quickly because I'm going to get most of this in, in the second hour. As I mentioned, uh, the Pels uh, in Charlotte tonight, uh, they are 30-41. and 41. They have moved into the ninth place now uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers. They are in ninth place because they have the um, – uh, the season series, they're up on, on, on the Lakers right now. Uh, there's 11 games left to play. Uh, they got Charlotte tonight. Now, Brandon Ingram, as far as, my, as, far as I know, is still out, okay? I'm going to talk more about that, the roster, in, in the second hour when, when, uh, when uh, we, we finish that break. Zion Williamson is, is, seems, is not going to play. It's been reported now he's not going to play for the rest of the season. Um, so, again, you look at that, he's done. He's not coming back on the court. LSU has named former Murray State coach Matt McMahon. He's 43 years old as their next head coach. He was 154-67 and 67, uh, at Murray State, uh, where he had four Ohio State Valley titles, three Ohio Valley State tournament championships, and he went to the NCAA three times out of his five years at Murray State. Uh, you got to give Scott Woodward a lot of credit. He's very striking fast on this. Remember, he, he also coached uh, John Morant. At, at Murray State, so again, it proves he can recruit um, and uh, is a guy that, again, can also develop, as we saw Morant develop uh, at Murray State into the player, again, that he's become in the NBA. He's got a, experience in the SEC as an assistant in Tennessee. No word on the terms of his deal yet, but we'll get more into that in the second hour. Over the weekend, the LSU women beat Jackson State just barely, but they move on, taking Ohio State on today. Um, in, in the uh, second round of the women's uh, NCAA tournament. Um, LSU lost to Iowa State. Their season is over now in terms of the men. And you can look for possibly the majority of this team, uh, again, moving on through the transfer portal or, or possibly, again, uh, into the NBA draft. So we'll see ultimately if McMahon can hold on to some of these players uh, once he gets here. But i got to believe that a lot of these players are going to move on, and we'll see a different team next year. UNO season is over. They lost to Portland in the Basketball Classic over the weekend. And congratulations to Loyola. It's been since the 1940s since Loyola has been in the NAIA Final Four, and they have made it. So, again, they they are poised for a national championship. And finally, before we go to break, Matt Ryan has been traded to the Colts for a third-round pick. Uh, so, again, he's done. That, all that dead money comes, becomes due now for the Falcons. They, they are in cap hell. Uh, Terry Fontenot's got his work cut out for him, but it was a poison pill. Once they went all in on Deshaun Watson, at that point, again, really disrespecting Matt Ryan, you knew he was not coming back to Atlanta. And to me, this is the perfect landing spot for him with the Colts. I think he's the perfect uh, quarterback for the Colts as they, they were looking to be able to upgrade that position. And, and I think he's going to flourish with the Colts. they got a pretty good team, pretty good offensive line. Uh, and, and Matt Ryan, smart quarterback and a little bit underrated at times. Look, the Saints have had his number. It is what it is. Uh, but at the same time, again, he's moving to a new conference, new team. We'll see how it plays out. They get a third-round pick uh, in, in, in return for, for Matt Ryan. And supposedly – the Falcons are inter- interested in, in Marcus Mariota, who I would have thought would have been a nice backup uh, for Jameis Winston. We'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, is going to join us on the program. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you are. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. And, of course, they'll be there for you when your A.C. breaks down. We're getting into that, that time of the year where you need to get your A.C. inspected and you make sure it's, again, running correctly. Burkhardt can come out, do a thorough inspection on your system. So, again, when you get to the dog days of summers, it's not breaking down on you. For a company you can trust doing only the work that's necessary, it's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. 
acpromise.com. Coming up next, I'll get to sell the bird rights. Don't go anywhere. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by the maker of Frontline Plus. Frontline Plus is the number one name in flea and tick protection. So however you want to live life with your pets, Frontline Plus lets you take them everywhere, no matter how you define it. Available for dogs or cats. Visit Frontline.com to learn more. Look out for an accident on 10 eastbound at Orleans, and your delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Causeway to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, as delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. If you're traveling on the 310 going southbound, delays are solid from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And look out for a fender bender St. Claude at Spain. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms. Changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Uh, it is official. Marcus Mariota has signed a two-year deal with the Falcons. He rejoins Arthur Smith, who again had him at Tennessee as the his offensive coordinator. Again, he's, he's going to be the uh, quarterback for the Falcons this year. Let's grab Metairie Mike before we head to Alec Cassell, the bird rights. Metairie Mike, how you doing today? How you doing, Eric? Doing great, my friend. I got to say, I agree with everything you said this afternoon. Uh, I said three or four months ago they'd re-sign Winston. They they talked about signing this quarterback and that quarterback. They named mm-hmm. five or six different quarterbacks, and at the end of the day, it's Winston. So I think given the circumstances, it's a pretty good choice. Uh, I would also I would also draft a quarterback in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Corral. That's the guy. He seems to, to be the guy. I'm telling you right. I'm with you. If, if there would be one, because of his athleticism, playing in the SEC. I would probably lean that way as well. It'll be interesting to see, again, how much they value him maybe over uh, wide receivers, which, again, is a deep wide receiver draft, but really some really good ones in the first round. Or if they lose Teron Armstead, maybe going after another big man on the line. So that, that would be – I think that would be the, uh, uh, you know, the, the discussion in the, in the draft room. But of all of them, uh, Corral would be probably my pick as well. Yeah, if he's, there, if he's there at 18, they should take him. Right. Perhaps even move up. Uh, I agree. I agree, as long as it's not too costly. Yeah, I think they're going to tell Winston, you're a game manager this year. Uh, we're lying to defense, and don't turn the ball over. He's got to be like he was in the first seven games last year. If he's anything different than that, and he goes back to the jam- bad Jameis, then again, it's, it's, a, it's a one-year experiment, and you move on. Yeah, and I agree with the wide receivers. I would go almost the entire draft offense. Uh, you, got, you have to. They're well set on defense, but... Yeah, yep. offense is a, is a dying need. I agree, especially now with not having to give up, give up all, you know, all the players that were even talked about in, in the Watson trade. Your defense is st- stacked at this point. Again, you, have, you, have, you, know, you have to figure what you do with Quan with P.J., but other than that, you're, you're in pretty good shape here. Uh, if if, if uh, Jenkins retires, as people believe he is going to, uh, you, again, you've got you to figure out what you're going to do there. But offense is where the, where the needs are now. You need weapons, and you can get that done what, with the money ten, you have. Uh, ten draft choices this year? Um, I'd have to go back and check it, but yeah, you, you've got you got multiple third round picks, multiple fourth round picks. You had to give up a seven. I think you, you lost a sixth round pick because of COVID. Uh, I tell you what, I'll check that out, Mary Mike, and I'll mention it in the second hour. How's that? Take it easy, Eric. You too, Thanks bud. For Thanks for listening right, to the show. Thanks for calling in. Certainly. Joining us in the program, one of the best we have when it covers the New Orleans Pelicans. His uh, his website is just a plethora of information. The Bird Rights, editor in chief of, of the Bird Rights, Ali Cassell joins us on the program. Ali, how are you? I'm doing well, Eric. How about you? 
Doing great. Wild, beautiful day here in New Orleans. About to get that bad weather overnight and tomorrow. But other than that, uh, I tell you what, it, it, I'm about basketball out for a little while. I mean, between the NCAA tournament over the over the weekend, just watching every single game I, I could watch, and then of course I recorded the Pelican games and was able to go back and watch both of those. And, and it's always nice when you go back and watch a couple Pelican victories, wins over the Spurs where they blew them out, and then the Hawks. You know, again they had the lead, they let the Hawks back in, but. Look, they, 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 they hung in there and, and, and obviously, again, won that game. 30-41 and 41 now. Ninth place tie with the Lakers. But, again, because of the season series, uh, they, are, they are in ninth place with 11 games to go and a big game tonight against Charlotte in Charlotte. Exactly, Eric. You were hoping when this road trip started to maybe grab two games, right? That would have been great. But now that they're sitting 2-0, and why not go ahead and get that sweep, go perfect 3-0? and I'll tell you what, they've looked really good. I don't know what it is with this team, but they can look on some nights like a top five, honestly, a top five team in the league over the last, you know, seven weeks or so, or they'll get blown out, as, as we saw, you know, what, what Memphis did. And then, of course, this team tonight, Charlotte. I mean, they came into New Orleans and handed New Orleans a really tough loss, 142 to 120. So I'm hoping that the guys, even though they'll be tired on the second night of a back-to-back, that they remember that loss and how they got embarrassed in front of their home crowd. What really has been impressive is, as again, you judge a team on again, how, you know, almost quarters of the season, and, and how things go. And again, look, the first two quarters of this season was, was an abomination, but what they've been able to do really since the All Star break, and really literally a little bit before the All Star break, right, where they started to really get it together, uh, and then of course bringing in C.J. McCollum, and and then the the elevation of seems like so many players on this on this roster's games as as again the, the the season has continued the changing of the culture of the Willie Green I'm telling you right now I don't think if you're a Pelican fan based on again starting out one and twelve what then three and sixteen that to see yourself in this position right now that you cannot be ecstatic by what you're seeing based on again what Brandon Ingram missed twenty two games Zion's missed seventy two games and, and you're in the position you're in right now. Yeah, Eric, I couldn't agree more. I mean, look, every single person in the national media wrote off the Pelicans. And, of course, a lot of us locally were as well. I mean, when you're that far into the schedule, almost a quarter of the schedule, and you're sitting at 3-16, and 16, you know, the writing's kind of on the wall typically. But guess what? The Pelicans finally got healthy, but they, more importantly, they stayed together. And that culture really shines now because they did not fall apart when the times were the toughest, when they were just you know piling up loss after loss. And now they've got the talent and the will, and there's a lot of teams around them that aren't playing as well. Um, you know, since February 1st, they've been one of the better teams in the league. They've got a top 10 offense and defense. And I'll tell you what, having C.J. McCollum, that's, that's another game changer. So you add to that, of course, Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, two guys you can always depend on when they're on the court. And then, of course, Herb Jones' defense. But now you're getting also play from Jackson Hayes. I mean, he's five games in now, Eric, where he's averaging 15 points and seven rebounds. He's never done that in his career. Jose Alvarado is continuing to Mm -hmm. pester opposing guards. You know, he and Herb are forming to be a heck of a tandem in the backcourt. Trey Young found that out last night. And so you've got all these other pieces, too, contributing. Najee Marshall. Um, and, and, And then, of course, with Billy Hernan Gomez. I mean, here's a guy that doesn't play for weeks, and he jumps right in. He's almost averaging double-doubles in under 20 minutes a game. So right. Falcons are getting a lot of contributions. They're playing well. They're having fun. And I'm telling you what, they're riding a really nice streak to where you know they're going to – you feel very comfortable that they're going to make the play in 
tournament. But now you've got your eyes set on this ninth position because you want to host whoever you play. A lot of people, of course, want to see the Lakers, but you want to host that yep. game because it'll, it'll kind of be a culmination of what they've done over these last three or so months. Heck, I don't want to see the Lakers. You don't want the Lakers. I want the Lakers outside of the um, uh, of the tenth seed. I want them going eleven to twelve, so that draft choice reverts back to the Bells. That's what I want. Okay, and then that 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 that's the that's the thing. That's the perfect scenario. Right, but people want to beat the Lakers because you know the history and the tradition, all that. Well, they're going to get a chance. What they do? They play them twice more left in the season or once more? No, there's two two more times against the Lakers in the last eleven games. That's what I thought. Yep, that's what I thought. So, 11 games left. Look, can I throw Trey Murphy in there as well? He finally seems like, again, he's confident in his shot. And, look, he's always been a pretty pesky little defensive guy as well. And I think, again, the defensive side of the ball, that's where, again, you can really, uh, you know, you can really say you're impressed with the Pels because it seems contagious on what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. You mentioned Alvarado. Obviously, you mentioned Herb Jones. But, again, it seems to be able to trickle throughout the entire roster. Najee Marshall who's a guy, an energy guy, but not just that even the starters as well yeah i'm glad you brought up trey murphy because i should have mentioned him he's been now kind of pretty a regular fixture in the rotation especially with uh guys missing time you know brandon ingram he's missed what seven or so games Devonte graham's gonna probably miss another one and yeah trey murphy you know we've been wondering where he was playing or where he was for months when the team wasn't playing well and now he's getting a chance to play and he's really shining through with his confidence and contributing on both ends. You know, I love the way he attacks the glass, makes defensive plays. We know he can hit the three yep. ball. We knew that was sure. going to be a matter of time, Eric, before that shot was going to go down. But I love everything else that he's bringing. And you know what? He fits so well with what all these other guys can do. In the past, you know, think about the days of when the Pelicans had all these one-dimensional players like Dante Cunningham or some other defender like an Alonzo mm-hmm. G. I mean, they strictly sure. had guys that can either play offense or defense. But now... This roster, you feel like, is filled with guys that can play on both ends of the ball. I think that's why we're seeing these blowouts, why we're seeing some of these impressive victories. Because when it comes together, they can really, truly shine on both ends. And they're doing it without Zion and, and B.I. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, again, if you told me, you tell me they're doing this at this point in the season without, uh, without Zion Williamson for 72 games and Brandon Ingram for 22 games, I'm telling you, you're crazy. Okay? I mean, honestly, there's no way, you, again, you're losing the top two players from last year's team and you're in the position you're in right now. Yeah, at the start of the year, I wrote a worst-case scenario not involved. Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram not playing a single minute. Well, here we are, and you would have thought that was going to be a lost season. But you know what? It's been anything but. You already got, were happy with learning that Willie Green was going to be the right coach for a really long time here. We learned that, even through the losses. But now that the culture is changing, that's more than cemented it. But now you're also yep. feeling confident about a lot of these guys on the roster who were given an opportunity, mm-hmm. who needed to produce. They, they had nobody else to turn to. And it was rough at first. I mean, we were, training camp in those first – six weeks were some really tough watches but since that time yep. Eric you really see that this team can honestly be at least in the top you know I feel like six right in the conversation once Zion's healthy but honestly probably even higher if everybody really starts coming together so you see that talent and you know it, it's something that we've always wished for young talent to be homegrown with a you know a culture being developed in the background where you know they're going to enjoy success year after year because that's something they've never done here since they've moved from Charlotte, right? They would have a good season right. or two, but then, you know, we wouldn't talk anything about the Pelicans slash Hornets for years. And so this... No, there's no like sustained success here. It's going to change. 
You know, and, and let, let me say this, because, I'm, look, when David Griffin got here, I threw him nothing but bouquets, okay? Uh, and then there, again, there were mistakes that were made. Now, in some of those mistakes, he had to use draft picks uh, that, that, were, that were acquired uh, for Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, to be able to kind of, again, again, right those wrongs. But when you look at now the, 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 the quality player they have in the locker room, not just on the court, but in the locker room, uh, the, the hiring of Willie Green, uh, again, the, using some of those draft choices to make up for the mistakes, to, to bring in a guy you know, like uh, Valanchunas and Graham, to draft as well as they have with Herb Jones and Murphy, to bring in an Alvarado who's an undrafted free agent, to trade for a C.J. McCollum, giving up some guys that, again, were, were some of the heart and soul of this team. All of a sudden, again, in, in just a, a, a season, you've got to give David Griffin a lot of credit here, and I'm giving him the credit. Again, it didn't look good. He, looked, he was going to be fired at the end of the season. There was a lack of trust here in the city, again, when it came to David Griffin. But all of a sudden now, based on, again, what this team has been able to do in just a few – in just, what, the second and third quarter – the third and fourth quarters of the season, again, David Griffin looks like his seat is not hot in, in, anymore. And this team, as you mentioned, when you get into next year with, again, the playing time these guys have gotten and maybe some playoff experience, this is a team that can take the next step. It sure looks like it. Look, since the C.J. McCollum trade, they have enjoyed their six biggest wins of the year. And what I mean by that is the largest margins of victory have come since C.J. joined the Pelicans. And you know what? Brandon Ingram wasn't present for two of those games. So the talent is really coming through, and you've got, you got, you got to point your finger and tip your cap to the front office because they're the ones that put this team together. No doubt. When for year, the last couple of years, we decried the lack of either talent or not enough uh, depth on the team. It was a serious issue. We rightfully, you know, pointed the finger at David Griffin. But now that they're playing well and you see what, what honestly, the future looks bright, yeah, you've got to just turn around and do that 180 because he is directly responsible for this. And, Eric, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised as anybody. <laughs> when this season started so poorly, I, w- I was joining, the you know, pretty much the rest of the crowd in that, sure. hey, we've got to give somebody else a chance. Maybe Trajan Langdon can come in and, yep, you know, pass I agree. Up, but no longer. No, I hope nobody else is talking about it anymore because Dave, Dave yeah. Griffin definitely deserves his flowers. He's earned the right. He's earned, he turned it around. He's earned the right. Again, that's all you're asking for. Uh, again, and, and look – uh, he's, I think he's still got a ways to go in terms of, again, maybe getting the fan base to, to trust 100%. But based on what he's been able to do, uh, they're going in the right direction. Ali, as we get ready to close, uh, this team controls its own destiny. When you look at the, at the uh, especially the, um, uh, the schedule in the last week of March into April, playing teams in the Western, in the Western Conference that they're having to deal with for playoff spots, uh, they, it'll be a make-or-break time as you get into the last week of, uh, of March and then into, the, into again, uh, April uh, on, on, again, where they're going to be in terms of seeding. Exactly. And, and the beauty of it is that their schedule doesn't look difficult, right? So you've got another game after tonight. You're coming home, and you're going to have the Bulls. But they haven't been playing all that well of late. And then, of course, you got the Spurs one more time, the Lakers twice, mm-hmm. Portland twice. Right. Those are right. all teams that are vying with you in the standings right now, and you can really solidify, like I said, your, your position for ninth by beating these teams. There's a mm-hmm. key uh, matchup left. And, of course, you close out against the Grizzlies and the Warriors, who honestly, especially with the Warriors, they're now going to be without Steph till the playoffs, so that's a very winnable game. Steve mm-hmm. Kerr may decide to rest his guys and make sure that they are ready for the playoffs. So That's the first thing I thought. Maybe Memphis and Golden State, State might, might rest their guys, right? I mean, yes, when you look exactly. at it. exactly. So, Eric, honestly, 11 yeah. games left. You're thinking, honestly, they could maybe go 8-3. and three. So, like I said, they should be able to grab a hold of this ninth 
slot because the Lakers, they haven't shown us anything. They'll win one game and then lose a couple and just look poor in doing so. So there's no turnaround coming for them. But you want the Pels to solidify going into the playing tournament with some momentum so that they could win maybe that first game and then get yourself a real opportunity to grab that last playoff spot at the eighth seed by playing whoever loses right in that 7-8 matchup. Before I let you go, I've just got a couple minutes. Brandon Ingram, any word on when he may be back? I think we're going to see him later this week during the homestand. You know, I think the initial expectation I was told was he was going to miss about two to maybe close to three weeks because of that hamstring uh, strain. It was a slight one. They called it soreness, but he, he developed that injury late in that game against the Denver Nuggets. So it's been about that time frame. So I'm fully expecting for him to be back, and I honestly think Larry Nance will be back any day soon, too. So suddenly the Falcons are going to be as full strength as they can possibly be, right, without Zion Williamson. Yep, no doubt about it. You can read all about it and, of course, listen to the podcast over at The Bird Rights. Ali, tell us about your fantastic site and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, you can follow us along over at SB Nation's The Bird Rights, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And, yeah, we've got the last, what, uh, eighth of the season left. And now's the most exciting time because the Pelicans, you feel like they're going to be playing some postseason basketball, at least the playing tournament. So it's a big turnaround from where they started. So we're covering it daily with all the articles, previews, recaps, and anything else you need to know. Always a pleasure, my friend, at Alec Cassell on, on Twitter. And we'll be talking again next week. Yep. Take care, Eric. You too, bud. Thanks again, as always. That's Alec Cassell, the bird rights with us each and every week here on the program. Hey, don't forget, you're in the market for a generator. A lot of folks now are starting to, again, turn their attention toward hurricane season. And uh, generators are, uh, you know, I usually say generators are hot. They're hot. But now, that again, now you can actually get one, right? Again, finally, again, uh, the, the, the supply chain has loosened. Uh, Burkhardt, again, at last count, had about 100 generators, uh, again, that they could put their hands on today. So, again, if you're looking for a generator, Think Burkhardt. Financing available generators, you can pay that over time. New install, new install quality check after one month is something they do for everything they install for their customers. Make sure, again, you're comfortable with the system. And then, of course, the single-day install. Uh, they'll sit down with your consultation, find out what you're looking for for a generator in your home or business, put you on the calendar, put you in a single-day install, get it done, get you rolling. And, of course, when you have a generator at your home already and you need help, 24-7, 365 emergency service, uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Generator sales and service, think Burkhart. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. 
Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Were you exposed to hazardous materials while serving in the military and have an illness or condition as a result? If so, you may be eligible for VA benefits and services. Whether you need health care or want to file a disability compensation claim related to military exposures, VA is here to help. Visit va.gov forward slash military exposures to learn more and apply today. You served your country. Now let VA serve you. NextGuard of Fox Alonor is the number one vet-recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs. And its delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs, too. Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NextGuard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit NextGuardForDogs.com to learn more. Victims of Hurricane Ida, as I travel throughout Louisiana, I see many of you with blue tarps still on your homes and businesses. And I ask myself, is it the high hurricane deductibles or are you just having trouble settling your claim with your insurance company? What if I told you that Han Roofing had a way to possibly help you settle that claim? And maybe we can get some help with that deductible. So call Han Roofing today, 504-737-2228. That's 504-737-2228. Back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks for being there. Certainly appreciate it. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports is going to join me on the show. Looking forward to having Fletch back on the show. It's always good. Going to be able to talk about a lot of different things with Fletch. Uh, and uh, coming up in our second hour, Ross Jackson of uh, Locked on Saints podcast is going to be our guest. So uh, we'll talk a lot of Saints with him in the second half of the um, uh, of the second hour. So keep it locked and loaded right here on, on Inside New Orleans. want to thank Alec Cassell for joining us in the program. As always, want to thank all the great sponsors to sponsor our program. I know a lot of those sponsors that are in Orleans Parish are happy now with that the, uh, the uh, vaccine mandate has been lifted. 
So, again, uh, some good news, getting back to a sense of normalcy here in the, uh, the city of New Orleans and the whole metropolitan area. All right, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming up. Stick around, won't you, New Orleans? These days, the products are hard to find or even sold out. Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. That means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait, never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on the digital platforms, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere, anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platforms and of course our our, uh, social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show 
on Instagram. As mentioned, as we were going out in the first hour, Fletcher Mackle joins me this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. And uh, Ross Jackson will join us at the bottom of this hour talking some Saints. So we got a lot to, lot to talk about. Just quickly, we're going to run through this because we really went in depth in the first hour. Uh, but uh, the Saints have $26 million in cap space that's been created uh, by the Watson, uh, by trying to, uh, to, to go after uh, Deshaun Watson and, of course, him choosing Cleveland. Toronto Armstead is in Miami today, uh, again, visiting the uh, Dolphins. Uh, with Lyle Collins now going to the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, after being released by the Dallas Cowboys, uh, it looks as though Miami and New Orleans may be the only suitors right now for Armstead. Now, again, things can change. But we'll see again, ultimately, what kind of contract they're going to offer him. Speaking of contracts, Jameis Winston and the Saints reportedly agreed on a two-year deal. It's worth $28 million, $21 million of that guaranteed. That pens, uh, pending, a, again, a physical uh, that, that will be passed by, uh, by uh, Winston uh, after, again, the, uh, the knee injury last year. Uh, again, it's a good deal, I think, for both. He, he could be a bridge quarterback if ultimately, again, he excels and he's the quarterback we saw in the first seven games last year. Uh, they can give him an extension, and he's the quarterback, right? If not, you can draft a quarterback this year. You can draft a quarterback over the next two years uh, and be able to groom that quarterback. Um, Saints were very, very quiet over the weekend. Uh, did not go out there and make any moves in terms of, again, getting the weapons to, to be able to surround Jameis Winston. Uh, we talked about it in the first hour, again, that, you know, looking at, at wide receivers one, uh, tight end is one, running back is one. Uh, it looks as though, uh, based on the, the pay cut that Malcolm Jenkins took on Friday, $6.12 million, that he is preparing for a post-June 1st retirement, which is going to open up a door to, to the safety position. Uh, whether that is going to be a, a player from outside of the, of the team that they'll sign as a free agent, or maybe they'll move Gardner Johnson into that safety position and move Roby, who also took a pay cut, but if they extended him, uh, maybe to that slot position. Larry Holder reported over the weekend that the Taysom Hill quarterback experiment is over. Uh, what does that mean? That means, again, that bloated contract that he signed, that, again, that had quarterback incentives in it, that goes away now. Uh, and, again, he'll have to concentrate on um, – They'll have to concentrate on, on the uh, on, on the jack of all trade roles, which is tight end, wing back, running back, wide receiver, and and special teams. And I think it's better for Taysom. He excels there, but again, the Liz Frank injury is nothing to play with at 31. So we'll see again how quickly he can come back. But in the long term, Saints are saving cap dollars there. Uh, so again, uh, also the uh, Atlanta Falcons have have traded uh, Matt Ryan to the. Colts for a third-round pick. Marcus Mariota rejoins Arthur Smith, who, again, he was the, um, uh, he was the uh, offensive coordinator at Tennessee when Mariota was there. He will now, again, be the starting quarterback, or at least five of the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. And LSU, uh, as, we, as, we, as we look, look at LSU's basketball program, um, they, have, they, are, they have named um, former Murray State coach Matt McMahon uh, as their head coach. Uh, he's 43 years old. Uh, he spent seven years at, at, uh, at Murray State. He was 154-67 and 67 in, in uh, uh, again, his record. He had four Ohio Valley uh, State titles, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio Valley um, Conference titles, pardon me, three OVC tourney titles, uh, three NCAA tournament booths, uh, berths, pardon me, and then he also signed a new deal in 2019 
for an additional four years that took his contract from 300000 to 500000 a year. Now, we know that LSU pays in the millions for, for their coach. We don't know what that, what that contract terms are yet. But you've got to believe it's got to, it's got to be something that is going to, you know, considering there may be some, some sanctions coming the, the, the basketball program's way, that uh, he's probably going to get a, a, a pretty decent deal. Now, look, he doesn't come with the baggage of Will Wade. One of the things that, again, we knew about Will Wade from VCU was there were rumors about, again, the way he recruited. Um, when you look at his classes, 2022, he had, he had 100, uh, his class was 117th. 2021, again, he just had a transfer. 2020, he was 108th. Uh, 2019, uh, again, he didn't have a ranking. 2018, he was 154th class. 2017, the, the 94th class. 2016, 132nd class. 2015, 123rd class. Now, when you look at just within the conference, he was always within the top three or four within his conference in terms of, of recruiting. He obviously has got a larger recruiting base at LSU. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out. But you've got to give, again, Scott Woodward credit. Again, he struck very, very quickly. It's an up-and-coming coach that, again, has the opportunity to now guide LSU out of possible NCAA sanctions. He's not the big name that normally Woodward gets, right? But, again, considering the unknowns right now with the program, it's a nice hire. Look, he's got SEC experience. He was an assistant at Tennessee. He's a Tennessee native. Uh, he's, he's recruited players like, again, John Morant, who, again, wasn't a big name, but, again, he was a big name in AAU circles, right? And really, again, became uh, the player that he was at Murray State, really excelled, so can develop players. We've seen that. Uh, now, it's a little bit different this time around because, look, short of the postseason ban, which may keep players away from LSU, this program can be ramped up very quickly. Look, he may not be able to go out and get the top players in the country like Will Wade was doing, right? But again, with the transfer portal, he can rebuild this roster very quickly. Look, I just want, I don't know how many people watched the NCAA tournament this weekend. But as you watch the tournament, you saw some teams that had multiple players through the transfer portal that got them over the top. I think Texas Tech had like five players that they got in the transfer portal that, that again, put them over the top. You had other teams that one or two players that they brought in the transfer portal that really helped that team based on the core they had. So the transfer portal can, can put teams in a position to win a championship very, very quickly. Now, I think also we're going to have to find out, again, this is going to take a while now, right? 60 to 90 days for LSU to be able to answer the allegations from the, from the NCAA. And then another 60 to 90 days for them to be able to, again, come out, the NCAA, and give their final judgment on what the sanctions will be. Based on what we have learned over the last two weeks on this program, right, speaking to Glenn Gilbo, speaking to um, uh, Jordy Collada, speaking to Mike Scarborough, and, and I tried to get um, Les East on the program today, but unfortunately he's, he's covering a prep game. I'll get him on later in the week. It looks as though the sanctions are more pointed at Will Wade, especially, again, with the girlfriend thing with the payoff. That goes back to VCU. Some of the sanctions that, that are, are, again, the allegations on these level one violations are, are, are pointed at Will Wade. And maybe it's a show-cause situation for Will Wade where he's not going to be a coach uh, in the NCAA for years to come. He may have to go and become an NBA assistant, maybe a G League coach, maybe coach overseas, and maybe LSU doesn't get the brunt of this. We'll see, okay? That is maybe wishful thinking on my part. 
Maybe it's not postseason bans. Maybe, again, uh, it's going to be scholarships that they're going to take away, visits they're going to take away. I don't know how many of you guys just saw Zone the other night with Ed Daniels on that show on Friday nights. It was a really good show. Uh, uh, John Brady was on there, former LSU coach, who dealt with, again, the, the ridiculous sanctions that they got in the aftermath of Dale Brown and the Lester Earl situation, which, again, we found out was nothing more than the NCAA putting pressure on Lester Earl to be able to lie so they could go out on a witch hunt for, for, uh, for Dale Brown. So we've seen witch hunts around these parts before from the NCAA when it comes to the basketball program. It's not something new. We saw it with Dale Brown, only to have Lester Earl years later come out and say, look, I didn't get a shoebox of money from Johnny Jones. The NCAA made me say that, okay? So uh, there's no trust with the NCAA as well here. But I'm not giving Will Wade a pass. But a lot of this looks like the NCAA going after Will Wade and maybe less about LSU. So we'll see how this kind of plays out. But they've got a young and up-and-coming coach who looks like he can recruit and, again, looks like he develops players. Uh and it's not the big name that an would normally get, but at the same time, uh, you gotta be uh, you got to be at least be hopeful going forward. I mentioned this in the first hour. Um, the LSU women beat Jackson State over the weekend in a really close game. They got Ohio State tonight uh, in the NCAAs. LSU men just really played a horrible game against Iowa State. Uh, just really just, uh, you know, out of sync. Um, they, the, the lack of scoring came back to, 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 to bite them, but just uh, – a team that was just helter-skelter more than anything else. Not the same team we saw in the 15, first 15 games of the year. That's for sure. Uh, they, their season is over, as is UNO's. Uh, they take on Portland uh, in, the, in the basketball classic and lose on, 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 was on Saturday night. So their season is done. Meanwhile, Loyola is in the NAIA Final Four, poised to be able to win their first championship since the 40s. Best of luck to those guys, and hopefully they bring back a national championship to Ferret Street. I do want to mention the Pels uh, because we talked extensively about the Saints in the first hour. Uh, the Pels, again, won over the weekend their last two, two games, so over the Spurs and the Hawks, blowing out the Spurs. And, of course, the, they had a, had a big lead against the Hawks early. The Hawks came back, and, they, again, they were strong enough uh, to, be able to, to be able to overcome the, 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 the Hawks coming back and, and then again, winning that game in Atlanta. So Spurs and, and, and Hawks on the road, they got that win. They took on Charlotte tonight. Ninth place tie with the Lakers. Now, they got the, the benefit of, the, again, the ninth place because they are leading the season series 1-0. Uh, there are 11 games to play. You heard me talking to Ali Cassell in the first hour. They control their own destiny here. Again, the majority of, the, of, the, of the, all the games from the last weekend of Mar- week of March, which is next week, into, again, April, are all against Western Conference opponents, all against opponents that either they're vying for a spot with or, again, opponents within the Western Conference like Memphis and Golden State that may be resting their players in the last two games of the season where the Pels may have an opportunity to grab a, an easy win. Now, it's been amazing, okay? Um, Charlotte tonight, Brandon Ingram's still out. Hopefully he'll get back. Uh, um, Ali said he thinks we'll see him by, 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 by at some point this week. It's been amazing to watch this roster grow, though, hasn't it? Look, um, I've said all, all, all season long, again, I've been down on David Griffin. But I think you have to give him credit, okay, as I mentioned to Ali in the first hour. He's on the hottest of hot seats. Uh, the entire uh, fan base of the Pelicans have pretty much turned their back on him. Look, me as, as, a, as a talk show host, okay, uh, analyzing the Pels. I, I, look, I had a man crush on the dude when he showed up, right? I turned my back on him. Okay, just bad deal after bad deal. 
you know, not being honest with the fan base, double talking, seemed like a charlatan. I mean, all that, all that was legitimate criticism of David Griffin. But he was able to make it up. He had two years where it was mistake-filled seasons, and he turns it up, first of all, by hiring Willie Green. And who knew that, again, Willie Green, first-time head coach, would come in here and reinvent the culture, but he did. He did. Now, Griff, again, also, he used the draft picks, and I've said this before, he's used draft capital to make up for the acquisitions of Adams and Bledsoe last year, right? And, and he doesn't get a pass for that. But at the same time, he brings in Valanchunas, he brings in Graham. The draft was incredible. Herb Jones and, 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 and also Trey Murphy, undrafted free agent Jose Alvarado, who has, again, turned into a gem for this team. He later uses, again, trades to bring in um, uh, C.J. McCollum, uh, Larry Nance Jr., who we haven't seen yet, Snell, who played good early, but again, quite frankly, once you put him in the starting role, he kind of lost the luster. He's more of a guy that comes off the bench and helps you. So he's been kind of relegated to the back of the bench now. Uh, but then we've seen, it, uh, again, improvement from players like Brandon Ingram, who put 10 to 15 pounds on in the offseason. And again, is a much more physical player, can take the pounding. Jackson Hayes moving him to the four where he looked like a lost player who all of a sudden has now just exploded over the last few games. Look, this guy is a, is, is a force, and you could see the raw talent in Jackson Hayes. Okay, a guy that I kept telling you guys all through this, everybody wants to get rid of Jackson Hayes. He played one year at Texas. Okay, he's got to learn how to play basketball on the pro level. And you could see it now, flourishing at that four position. And then, of course, you know, Najee Marshall, putting him back in the lineup when you lost Josh Hart and his energy. But again, continuing to grow. And then, and then you see all this happening without Zion on the court. Okay? Well, not, not having uh, a situation where uh, you have uh, Brandon Ingram losing him for 22 games, losing Zion for 72 so far. And then having to give up ball, okay, in the offseason for almost nothing, a song, right? Rightly criticized for that. Again, if you weren't going to sign Lonzo Ball last year, you knew you weren't signing him at the end of the season, you should have gotten rid of him at, at, at the um, – at the trading deadline, you should have gotten more for him than what you got. But at the same time, again, looking at, you know, losing a guy like that, losing Josh Hart, losing a, a, a talent like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Hart, the heart and soul of the team, and, and still, again, the Pels are, are a better defensive team than we've seen. They've upped their de- the def- defense. They share the basketball. And then we've seen guys that have accepted their roles. You have players that are getting better under the staff. We've talked about it. You know, Jackson Hayes, Alvarado, Murphy, Jones, all young players that, again, have excelled under the staff, all making impacts on both sides of the floor, okay? B.I., a better scorer, stronger, a guy that can take more of the pounding. He can, again, now to get up on his jump shot, take that physicality and, and be able to nail it. Guys that understand now where he needs the ball to be effective and getting him in that, that position, oh, man. I mean, I keep going. You know, again, uh, uh, Bringing in an all-star in, 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 in C.J. McCollum. And that all-star mentality he's brought to this team. He, again, how long has it been on this team since a guy can create his own shot? I mean, just uh, create off the dribble, create his own shot. Been forever, okay? And then, of course, it, it just took a while for this team to be able to gel. Especially with the injuries, especially with the trades, and then the new staff. 1-12 to 3-16 and to 30-41. and 41. Without Zion for 72 games, without Brandon Ingram for, for 22 games, and they now hold the ninth seed in the Western Conference, which is just a remarkable turnaround for this franchise. It really is. All the talk, all season that's centered around Zion.
I don't need to get out of town. All the national media saying this, this town doesn't deserve an NBA franchise. And this team has turned it around to the point now that they're in the playoffs, uh, 11 games to go. They control their own destiny. And when Brandon Ingram comes back, they should be even stronger. And kudos again to, to the New Orleans Pelicans, to Willie Green, who turned this thing around with his culture and, again, his, his ability to be able to relate to today's player. And also got to give credit to Trajan Langdon and David Griffin for the moves they've made to make this team competitive. Uh, if you're a Pelicans fan, you should be excited about the stretch run here. I know I am. Definitely am. Um, as far as the um, situation with the Saints, I mentioned this in the first hour. Um, the need for a running back. Uh, and, look, I told you guys I like Fournette. Okay? And not just because he's a New Orleans kid, not just he's LSU. He's a big back who can catch the football at the backfield, who, again, can run inside, and, and also a guy that uh, can protect the quarterback's blind side. To me, those are the three most important things you need in a back opposite Alvin Kamara. A guy that can run physical inside, a guy that can catch the ball in the backfield, and, and a guy that can protect the quarterback. And Fournette checks all those boxes. Now, again, I got some flack on social media over the weekend. Fournette's not going to come split time. Look, every Running back, for the most part, splits time now. And it doesn't have to be splitting time with Kamara. Kamara's going to lose some games. Uh, matter of fact, if you want to go on my social media platforms, both Facebook or uh, Twitter, there was an attorney that looked deep into the Kamara situation and gave us an update. I can't remember the, the uh, attorney's name right now. Pardon me, but you'll be able to check my timeline. And there's a really good, um, uh, uh, I don't want to say conversation, but a really good lay, layout of, again, what's facing Kamara and what may possibly happen on the court end as far as the court goes, right? And you're talking about criminal court, not civil court nor the NFL. But we know that Kamara's going to get some, some, some suspension time, even though, again, he's a first offender, he's never been in trouble before, all that stuff. So you're going to need a starting running back here. Can you rely on, 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 on Mark Ingram at this point at his age? I don't think you can unless, unless he's going to, you know, goes and finds the fountain of youth. He's been often injured over the last few seasons, broken down. Again, he took a, the, the, the seasons have taken a lot of toll on him. The, the question is going to be, Fournette, who's visiting the Patriots today, is how much money is he looking for? The, the, is there a lure to go back to Tampa Bay to be able to play with Tom Brady one more time and run it back? Or, again, would he be interested in coming back home? Uh, would this, is this regime, minus Sean Payton, are they all in on LSU players? That's the other part of it, again. We could talk about the Fournette and Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham and, 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 and also Tyron Matthew, but this team does not have a history of going after LSU players. But when you look at the free agent market right now and you look at the top players on the free agent market at positions of need, they just happen to be LSU players. When you look at the wide receiver position with Odell Beckham and, and also Jarvis Landry, when you look at the, at, at the possible need of a safety and you look at Teran Matthew, when you look at the running back position, you see Fournette. It just, these are all guys that, again, that, that are Louisiana bred, in some cases New Orleans bred. Every one of them are in, with, within the, live, live within the New Orleans area, metropolitan area, or grew up in the New Orleans metropolitan area. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. But all of them check the boxes for what this team needs. Jarvis Landry, you got to go inside and outside in, 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 term, in terms of the wide receiver position. You put him in the slot, put him on the outside. 
He's a guy that has sure hands, just like a Michael Thomas. He's a physical guy. Could you imagine having Thomas and Jarvis Landry on the field together, how physical, again, that, that passing game becomes? Okay? And then, of course, you know, knowing that, again, you have two guys that didn't catch the ball. They don't drop the football. Biggest knock on Jarvis Landry the last few years has been what? Injuries, right? Staying healthy. It's not been, it's not been again, his ability on the field. He's still a hell of a running, a hell of a, of a wide receiver. Fournette, a, 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 again, after leaving Jacksonville, resurrected his career at Tampa. He's everything we thought he was going to be when he came out of LSU. Again, that, that might be a, 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 something that somebody's going to pay big money for, possibly. And then, of course, we all know uh, about, about the Honey Badger and what he brings to the table. He's a guy that is a playmaker. Uh, Mays is a nice player on the back end. He is a uh, poor man's version of Marcus Williams, but a better tackler. Uh, they brought in Malcolm Jenkins to be, again, a leader uh, on, on that defense, to be able to get guys in, in the right position. Honey Badger, Badger checks all those boxes. But as I mentioned, how much money? You know, when he got $14 million last year, is he going to look for a pay cut? No, he's not. He's going to be looking for more money to me, unless the market shows that he's not going to be able to get that. We'll see how that plays out, okay? You know, you know but at this point, Saints are flush with cash. And they have to be able to, again, fill those positions, including the tight end position, which is, again, a, a, a must-have with a veteran based on, again, the young players they have on this roster. But with $26 million in cap room, there's an opportunity there to be, to be able to, again, get the, things that, get the pieces they need on the offensive side of the ball to be able to make this team competitive immediately, to give Jameis Winston the weapons he didn't have last year. And then let's see where this team's going to go. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm a little surprised the Saints were a little bit, uh, you know, slow and not moving this weekend. I thought for sure with the money that was available, they would quickly strike. They struck today with the Jameis Winston situation. Let's see with, again, offering him his contract. We'll say he's going to he's there moving forward. He's going to be the quarterback. Let's see what's going to happen now with, again, the wide receiver position, the tight end position, the running back position. Uh, offensive line, if you lose Armstead, which, again, is up in the air here. And then, of course, the safety position, if what everybody believes is going to happen with Malcolm Jenkins, that he's going to retire as well. We'll talk more about that with Ross Jackson coming up next. Don't forget about my friends over at um, Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, it doesn't matter where you live. You're looking for the best selection of tires at the best price in the town, it's Southern Tire. I'm, bar none, Southern Tire. You go to the national chains, go ahead. I'm telling you, largest selection of tires, and you're keeping your money local. And then when it comes to your, 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 uh, your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle, if it's out of warranty, you, you need to find a, a shop you can trust. Yeah, you keep going back to the dealership if you want, but why, again, pay those dealership prices when you go to a locally owned and operated company that a business has been around, again, since 1972, a family-owned and operated business that's going to have your interest at heart? Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, same ASE certified technicians you get working on your vehicle as a dealership, but again, you're working with a locally owned and operated business. It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. New Orleans Country, 1061 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, 
Set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by the maker of NextGuard Afoxaloner, the number one choice of veterinarians. NextGuard Afoxaloner is monthly flea and tick protection that's number one vet recommended and number one dog preferred. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Ask your vet or visit NextGuardForDogs.com to learn more. Delays are solid on 10 eastbound from Williams to Power, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal, with delays picking back up on 10 westbound from Causeway to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City connection from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. If you're traveling on the 310 going southbound, delays are solid from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And look out for accidents Conti at North Peters, also Gentilly at Elysian Fields and St. Claude at Louisa. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandt traffic center traffic is brought to you by da exterminating proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years da exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving louisiana's gulf south for over 60 years if you want a fast response and great service call da now on the north shore and in metairie or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com don't forget about my friends over at Dave Mead Insurance. Uh, again, you've heard the accolades I've thrown out of Dave. Again, uh, look, working on, on my supplemental insurance claim, car- again, carrying me every step of the way, uh, calling me to find out, again, how things are going, giving me, again, clues on, again, what I have to do to be able to, again, make sure that, that again, I get the uh, what, I'm, what I deserve in terms, again, from the damage we receive from Ida. If, that's the, if your insurance agent is not doing that, you need to find another one. How about Dave Mead Insurance? First of all, we'll search over 50 companies to make sure you get the best price when it comes to your insurance needs. Uh, again, an independent insurance agent that has your needs uh, at, at, uh, uh, at the forefront. Also, again, the experience. Again, a family-owned and operated business has been in this family for decades. Okay? D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. It's a one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. And then, of course, again, being there for you. 504-556-0809 is the phone number. Dave, they answer the phone. Again, if you need them, whether you're a contractor, whether you're a professional business person, or again, it's just your home, or again, or, or again your, your automobile coverage or, or your uh, health coverage, Dave's going to be there to answer the questions you need. Also, again, set up, a, set up a meeting like I did at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. And again, get to know Dave Miet and what he can do for you. I can tell you right now, I'm pleased in terms of, again, moving my insurance to Dave Miet Insurance. Maybe you should do the same. 504-556-0809. If you want to save, call Dave. That's Dave Miet Insurance. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. The Tour de Lee is a bike ride through Fountain Blue State Park in Mandeville benefiting the Cancer Association of Louisiana. Many ride in honor of or in memory of those battling cancer. For more information on how you can be a part of Tour de Lee, visit TourDeLeeLA.org. Hey folks, sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits. Burkhardt will contact you when it's time to be able to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC or heating system. You get priority scheduling. You move to the front of the line if you need emergency service. You get 10% discount on that demand emergency service. Of course, having Burkhardt making sure that your your uh, your system is working properly. We'll reduce your energy bills and prolong the life and safety of the equipment that you have at your home and your business. Well, inquire about a, a service agreement with Burkhart at acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Ross Jackson joins us now from Locked on Saints podcast, also, again, part of the USA um, today as well. Ross, welcome to the show. How are you today, my friend? Hey, buddy, doing just fine. Glad, as always, to be here with you. Hope you're doing well, too. Doing great. Uh, what, a, what a weekend, what a week last week was. And uh, first of all, just want your thoughts on, on the, um, the chase for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, look, I mean, it was a very complicated situation. And frankly, it was an uncomfortable one to follow because it was a chase that split uh, a fan base. It was a chase that split a, a lot of different perceptions in terms of, you know, this guy still having 22 active sexual misconduct trials up against him in civil court. Um, civil cases, things like that. I mean, it was one that was a, a, a pursuit and then potentially an acquisition at the time that probably would have needed some reconciliation by the New Orleans Saints franchise and certainly has uh, rendered a, a warranted a need for reconciliation by the Cleveland Browns franchise that ended up 
coming in sort of at the 11th hour and, and getting the deal done to get Deshaun Watson there on a massive new contract and trading away six draft picks to get it done. So, you know, in my opinion, the New Orleans Saints, I think, are better off with where they have landed thus far, not having to give up that amount of draft compensation, not having to commit that level of salary to a quarterback going into a 2022 season with a brand new head coach. I think that this worked out well for New Orleans, and it certainly worked out well, better for them than some of the other teams that got involved in these conversations and have ruptured and fractured some relationships with the uh, the quarterbacks they did have in the building. So I think the Saints got away with this one um, a little bit better off and a little bit of a, in, a, in a better situation than some of these other teams that got involved. And they created $26 million in cap room in anticipation of bringing on Watson. And then they can now use, be able to sign their own or to fill holes. And if they don't use all that money, they can, they can, uh, they can uh, move that money into next year as well, which can help them. Because, again, they did rob Peter to pay Paul. And, and with a lot of, well, again, most of their veteran players reworking their deals to be able to create this cap room. With that said, let's talk about the first individual who may get a taste of that cap. And that is Teron Armstead, who is visiting Miami today. You're, you're handicapping the possibility of him coming back to New Orleans uh, under a cap-friendly deal. I'm not saying a, uh, a deal that, again, is maybe going to be less than what the Dolphins has, but a cap-friendly deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about a cap-friendly deal as saving a couple million dollars off the top is basically what we're talking about here, not necessarily him coming in on a surprisingly low deal. So if his market is expected to be just north of $20 million, then you're probably looking at New Orleans hoping that they can get him in on an average per year deal around 18 to 20 and trying to keep him under that. And the way that they can do that is by, of course, banking on the relationship between the organization and the player. Toronto Armstead has been a New Orleans thing his entire career. Can they keep that going? And does he carry the same level of pride in that as, say, a Cam Jordan, who has openly talked about how much he wants to be a lifer, and he's not leaving New Orleans until they push him out. Uh, is you know, Does Toronto Armstead feel that passionately about the organization as well? And then now that the New Orleans Saints have landed, who looks like will be their starting quarterback in 2022, barring any type of further injury concerns in Jameis Winston, then that gives another relationship for the New Orleans Saints to lean on. If Jameis Winston and Toronto Armstead have a pretty positive relationship with one another. And so can now the the retention of Jameis Winston be something that signals uh, you know a certain message to Teron Armstead that may want to keep help him keep uh, himself in New Orleans uh, as opposed to signing away with the Miami Dolphins. Now Mike McDaniel and the Miami Dolphins, the head coach over there, they they love Teron Armstead and their intent is to make sure that he does not leave that building without a contract. So it's going to be tough. And of course there will be other suitors as well, but if the new Orleans Saints can put enough in front of him to convince him to stay in new Orleans, that would be a huge win for them as they continue on with their offseason. Absolutely. You mentioned Jameis Winston, two year, $28 million, 21 of that guaranteed, uh, the, 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 it's, I think it's a win-win for both, okay, because it's a two-year deal. He's got a chance to make up the $28 million. If it doesn't work out, uh, he's a bridge quarterback to the next quarterback, but it gives him an opportunity, again, if he passes the physical, to come back and, and again, pick up where he left off last season. What are your thoughts on the re-signing of Winston? Yeah, look, I, I, I think, honestly, you know, that was the New Orleans Saints very likely their plan A from the very beginning until the the, uh, excuse me, the criminal cases didn't lead to charges against Deshaun Watson. Then they got involved in Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. So, you know, good news for New Orleans Saints that their plan B was at one time their plan A. So falling back on Jameis Winston, who, 
you know, had the highest touchdown percentage in the NFL last season in his games played, which was only, you know, he only got seven starts before his season, unfortunately ended early with that ACL injury, but, you know, 14 touchdowns to three interceptions, very high touchdown percentage, very high DVOA, very high EPA, all these advanced analytics that you can look at. We're all positive in terms of what the New Orleans Saints were able to do with Jameis Winston under center. So seeing them go back to him makes perfect sense. It's sort of where we all thought they were going to go in the first place until the surprise Deshaun Watson situation popped up. And I agree with you. I think that it's a good deal for New Orleans for certain. We'll see exactly how much of a cap hit this move will carry for them in 2022 as opposed to what the average is. Uh, you know, and that'll that'll vary in terms of signing bonus and things like that. Sure. But for Jameis. He just got $21 million guaranteed off of a $28 million contract. That's a really good percentage. That's 75% yep. of his money guaranteed for these next two years. And he's still a young guy as well. So if he stays healthy in 2022, uh, potentially 2023, with the same, depending upon what the contract structure is, then all of a sudden he ends up, before hitting the age of 30, getting into the market and an opportunity to get another contract with another team if he happens to play extremely well in New Orleans like we saw him start to in 2021. Mm-hmm. How much do you think that uh, the guaranteed money went up after the uh, the flirtation with uh, with uh, Watson? Oh, I think that was probably a, 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 <laughs> yeah. I think that percentage went up quite a bit. <laughs> yes, so do I. <laughs> that happened. You know, there was a little bit of an you know there's a little bit of an in, an interest tax in there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's sure. very possible that 14 million dollars a year might be up from reportedly, according to USA Today's Justina Anderson. The Saints actually already had an offer on the on the table mm-hmm. for James Winston earlier in the offseason. Very likely, this deal, two years, fourteen million dollars per year on average, probably had to come up a couple million from whatever that original deal was. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case after the Deshaun Watson sort of flirtation, as you mentioned. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Larry Holder reported Taysom Hill quarterback experiment is over. Now again, the the deal that he signed was incentive laid in terms of again whether he play the quarterback position or the jack of all trade position. That maybe helps the Saints now in terms of the cap. But now again, him being that jack of all trades player, he's got to come back from a very very serious Liz Frank injury uh, at 31 years old. It'll be interesting to see again how that plays out and how he feels about that going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing that has been, you know, that we've heard from Sean Payton year after year after year is that he believes that Taysom Hill could be a starting quarterback in the NFL, which echoes Taysom Hill's own confidence in himself to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now he's on a four-year, effectively a four-year, $40 million deal. That's the base of his deal, which is effectively a very good tight end contract, which sounds like what his usage in 2022 may look mm-hmm. like, but you do have to yep. wonder a little bit about how he feels with the new regime change and, you know, Dennis Allen now at head coach and all of a sudden now the conversation is shifting away from quarterback and shifting more into how can you serve this offense as a skilled position player. And because of that, you're going to see all of those incentives that they agreed to, all those escalators that they agreed to never be reached because that's just simply not the position he's even going to get the opportunity to play anymore. So you have to wonder yes. a little bit about how Taysom Hill feels about that. But the one thing that we know about Taysom is that every single season he does what is asked of him and he goes out there and he is that, you know, if I can pardon the cliche, but he, he mm-hmm. goes out there and he is that football player, right, that will go out there and do whatever it takes to contribute to his team. I would expect that you'll see the same thing in 2022. Yeah, I'm with you. Malcolm Jenkins takes a $6.12 million pay cut. Some believe that is, again, the precursor to a post-June 1st retirement. What's your take? Yeah, it certainly looks like it. You know, I mean, he took uh, you know pay cuts without any kind of any kind of reconciliation or, or not reconciliation, excuse me, but any kind of you know uh, 
compensation coming back to him in any case. Usually when we're talking about players dropping their base salary to a vet minimum, it's a part of a restructure where they're just getting some upfront money that ends up spreading out over the course like a signing bonus. But in this case, Malcolm Jenkins takes a pay cut all the way down to vet minimum, not only in 2020. Two, but also 2023 ahead mm-hmm. of a season as well. And so, yeah, a lot of that looks an awful lot like, I mean, you can think back to Drew Brees ahead of the 2020 right. season where he did the same thing, took the pay cut, and then the post-June 1 retirement became a part of that. So there were some early interests reported early on in the offseason, right as free agency opened up between the New Orleans Saints and Tyron Matthew reportedly having mutual interests with one another. Yes. And you kind of wondered, did that have more to do at that time with, Marcus Williams potentially at that time leaving. He he ends up actually leaving, heading to the Baltimore Ravens. The Saints fill that hole with Marcus May, which I think is a great sign, and we've talked about that. And now you kind of wonder, okay, is the Teron Armstead interest actually more attached to a possible retirement this offseason for Malcolm Jenkins? And it would be fitting for Malcolm Jenkins to retire, of course, as a New Orleans Saint. The New Orleans Saints yes. went out and drafted him, won a Super Bowl with him his first year. He played five seasons in New Orleans, went to Philly. Sean Payton called you know, losing Malcolm Jenkins or letting Malcolm Jenkins walk away. He, one of his biggest regrets, one of the organization's biggest mistakes, and they get him back, and he has, you know, played some great football for New Orleans. So it'll be really, really interesting to sort of track what's going on with Marcus Williams, excuse me, with uh, Malcolm Jenkins after those pay cuts as the offseason continues on. Handicap the possibility of uh, the Honey Badger in a Saints uniform. Ooh, well, I'll tell you, if that, if that Malcolm Jenkins retirement happens, then, you know, for me, it kind of skyrockets a little bit. So if I had mm-hmm. to put a percentage me on too. it at this time, I'd probably say the percentage right now, without any type of Malcolm Jenkins retirement, is about 40%, 30, mm-hmm. 30 to 40%, you know, low that Tyron Matthew right. ends up in New Orleans. I might even go down to 25, 20%. Mm-hmm. But if that Malcolm Jenkins retirement happens, there is such a clear role for Tyron Matthew to step directly in in his hometown, a place where he still does so much charity work. For me, that – and has so much community connection. For me, that percentage jumps up to 60%, 70% in my mind. Yeah, I'm but, with you. Yeah, that could be my, my Louisiana heart speaking a little bit, too. Hey, but, again, it's money, too. $14 million is what he made last year. Right. What is he going to make this year? I mean, that, a lot of has to do – I know they got cap room here. And then there's a possibility of moving Gardner Johnson into that position, right? Roby can move into the slot. You know, so, Absolutely. I mean, that, that's also an in-house possibility. Yeah, and I think that if you didn't have, you know, it, it wouldn't be a situation to where the only possible way forward is for the Saints to go out, pursue, and sign mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew, right? They have those in-house options that can get that done. And beyond that, you also have a guy, P.J. Williams, who's a departing yes. free agent or an outgoing free agent that I'm sure the Saints would love to keep because of the mm-hmm. fact that you signed him to one contract to fill three or four different spots on your defense, and Agreed. he becomes another piece that can help you rotate C.J. Garner-Johnson and Bradley Roby, who's sticking around for 2022. Ross Jackson with us for a few more minutes. Ross, all right, they got to concentrate on the offensive side of the ball now. Uh, wide receiver, tight end, uh, they need another running back. Whether, again, Kamara's suspended or not, they need another big back. Um, mm-hmm. Offensive tackle, if, if ultimately, uh, or an offensive lineman, if ultimately Armstead moves on. How quickly do, are they in the mix now to start to fill some of those positions, uh, you know, with, again, the, having the cap room that they have available? I wonder that offensive tackle is either going to be the slowest or the quickest that they end okay. up addressing based upon what happens with Teron Armstead's visit in Miami. If he gets signed away, then maybe they address it much faster. 
if you know he lingers around on the market for a little while, then you know maybe they just continue to focus on bringing Sean Armstead back. The good news is that just like we were talking about with Malcolm Jenkins' retirement, there are in-house options for the Saints in the case of a Toronto Armstead departure. You can take Ryan Ramchick. You can move him to left tackle. He has some incentives built around left tackle for his contract, yes. but they require him to be either second or first team all pro, which gives him then $1 million for the rest, an additional $1 million per year for the rest of the life of his contract. So not really a hindrance at all to put him there, not anything that creates any type of financial handcuffing. Uh, whatsoever. And so the New Orleans could do that and then plug James Hurst in at right tackle and then feel pretty comfortable with that going into the draft with an eye towards potentially landing either a left or a right tackle that could mm-hmm. also shuffle in to all that. Let's say a Trevor Pinning in the first round drops far enough for the sure. to trade up or even drops all the way down to 18, then all of a sudden the Saints have a left tackle they keep Ryan Ramchick at right. Or they land a right tackle in the third, fourth round and then could potentially work that right tackle in and move Ryan Ramchick over to the left. So lots of different options in terms of them in-house. I think the number one spot for them right now is going to be at pass catcher. That's got to be the next spot. You have to yes. look for somebody that can be a perimeter threat, a name that I love that's still on the market right now. Uh, I haven't looked at my phone here recently, obviously, but if, if there's been no movement over the last 15 minutes, right. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who used to be the, right. who was the outgoing wide receiver in Green Bay, yes. he's somebody you're going to have to pay a little bit of an interest tax on because Green Bay traded Devontae Adams away. So I'm sure they're working really hard to keep Marquez Valdez Scantling, but he is mm-hmm. a field stretching six foot three, six foot four, big bodied guy that can win in a lot of different ways. It would be a fantastic addition to an offense with Pete Carmichael calling the plays, who in 2012 showed you what he could do there, and then also of course Jameis Winston throwing that throwing the ball. Yep, no doubt. How about running back? How, again, how critical do you think that position is with with uh, Camaro's suspension lingering? Yeah, I think it's really critical. And I think, as you mentioned, even before the suspension, it was a really critical mm-hmm. position for them to address because last year there were a lot of injuries at that position, just like there were yes. along the offensive line. They traded for Mark Ingram when Tony Jones Jr. dealt with injuries and you know, kind of underperformed maybe the expectation that they had for him, which might have been a, a, a bit of a high expectation. But I think that you know, a couple of, of guys to look at that are on the free agent market include guys like Melvin Gordon, Marlon Mack. Uh, Rashad Penny was one of my favorite targets, too, but Me unfortunately too. he's returned now to, uh, to Seattle. And then, of course, there's a really, really good mid-level, mid-tier group of running backs in the draft class this year that you can grab in the third, fourth, fifth rounds into you know, late day two, early day three, guys like James Cook, Brian Robinson, guys like uh, Damian Pierce and others, a lot of SEC running backs in this one that you would absolutely love to see. That could be a a complimentary piece when Alvin Kamara is on the field and can serve their own role when Alvin Kamara is. Great, great call. Always good to have you. Always great information. Tell us about, again, uh, the the podcast. And, of course, again, you're writing for Saints Wire now for USA Today. Tell us about that and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. So Locked on Saints podcast, you can find every Monday through Friday wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. i uh, got some great stuff going up daily over at USA Today's Saints Wire, which you can find at saintswire.usatoday.com. And, of course, everything and all of that, all collectively, you can find over on my Twitter account at Ross Jackson. NOLA, N-O-L-A. Eric, always a pleasure to be here with you, buddy. Thanks so much for having me on. Always good to have you. Always a plethora of great information. Thanks so much for joining us. Always. See you soon. 
Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, Saints Wire. And don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Your AC breaks down. You need help. Give them a call. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. After hours as well, truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Were you exposed to hazardous materials while serving in the military and have an illness or condition as a result? If so, you may be eligible for VA benefits and services. Whether you need health care or want to file a disability compensation claim related to military exposures, VA is here to help. Visit va.gov forward slash military dash exposures to learn more and apply today. You served your country. Now let VA serve you. NextGuard of Fox Alana is the number one vet recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs and its delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs too. Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NextGuard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit nextguardfordogs.com to learn more. 
Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Alec Cassell and also Ross Jackson for joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor sponsor our program. Please continue to support those great sponsors. Thank you so much for your support. Also, again, our podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Anchors our home base, but on your favorite podcasting platform. Fletcher Mackle joins me on the award-winning Inside of Walmart Sports this week. And coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan, Tim Bird. Uh, is going to be with him on the program tonight. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere.